0: No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be,
1: here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? This is the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Greetings from Studio B here on Airline Drive at the headquarters of the New Orleans Saints. And the New Orleans Pelicans. John DeShazer is here today. I'm Sean Kelly. And uh, greetings to you all. We have a great show point for you today. Yesterday's show proved to be very popular with Frank Caliendo. So we'll try and keep the momentum going here on this Tuesday. It is hot outside, my friend. It is really hot today.
3: Yeah, it's um, We're home. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that's louisiana south louisiana so yeah it's going to be probably 100 it's going to feel like 100 anyway if it's only uh only i say in the 90s but it's going to feel like 100 but uh hey that's part and parcel of being here and uh, i'm glad to be here so we'll see how everybody handles it i'm i'm going to hydrate uh beginning now
1: yes i think that's a great idea and you and i aren't even in pads today so yeah. uh obviously we're uh visiting with you here before the start of saints practice we're going to talk about uh the saints here in just a moment uh, a little bit later on, well, not too much farther down the road on this program, basketball. Wow, Dell Dems stops by Studio B today, and it is a comprehensive interview with the general manager of the Pelicans. I think that um, here in a month where we don't get a whole lot of NBA news, we get a large dose of uh, information from Dell Dems today. So I'm glad that you're here for for that today. Back to the football practice scenario. I know it's interesting. We talked as we were leaving West Virginia about this big transition that was going to happen weather-wise for the players. Well, Sunday was warm, but it wasn't, I think, what we thought it would be. And then yesterday the rain forced the team inside, so the, obviously that didn't have a factor. Today it's almost like this delayed punch that the team's about to take. It's interesting. I thought we would get smacked with it right away on Sunday. We've kind of had to wait till Tuesday now for this transition.
3: Well, in a way, I, I guess if you, if you count Sunday's workout, you know, it, it kind of – allowed them to build up to the day, I guess, a little bit. Uh, Now, going into the practice facility yesterday, probably, you know, I mean, that's, you know, air conditioning and and perfect conditions and all that kind of good stuff. But at least Sunday gave them a little bit of a taste of it to kind of, you know, better prepare for it because some of these guys probably have not played in this kind of weather before. So, you know, you tell them to hydrate, you tell them it's going to be hot, and they're probably thinking, yeah, I've been around heat before. Yeah, you hadn't been around this kind of Uh heat before. So now – after getting you know after getting smacked a little bit on Sunday and getting out and running around and seeing how those guys reacted uh, to the to the heat, I bet you they are well prepared for the day. Now that doesn't mean that uh, that some people won't cramp up. That doesn't mean that Coach Payton might not decide to to end practice early if, if the weather is particularly brutal. And uh, we know the linemen. I mean, you know, you talk to some of the veterans like uh, like Zach Streif and those guys, and they say basically when it's this hot. You're just trying to figure out how to finish practice. You're not really concentrating on what you're doing. And if it gets to that point, then now it's diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not getting anything out of it. You're just trying to finish. So we'll see if, if it gets to that point. If Coach Payton feels like it's getting to that point, he might end up, uh, up closing it off early.
1: All right. So those of you, and we have a lot of you that listen to this podcast outside of South Louisiana, we'll just say that the temperature is expected to be about 93, 94 uh, when the Saints are on the practice field between 11 and 1 central time with a heat index. Between 103 and 108 today. That's what the weather forecast tells us. Chance of pop-up showers, and that did occur yesterday. Uh, real quick, before we get to Dell Demps, and then Kenny Stills and Joe Morgan on the show today, um, maybe a couple of quick headlines about practice yesterday going into today. What, what should fans be aware of or should be on their radar screen today?
3: Well, this will be probably, uh, yeah, even though Drew Brees worked out Sunday, you know, at least they'll get a chance to see him you know, probably full pads. Uh, with the ones going through everything, maybe some goal line, maybe some two-minute drill, those kinds of things today, uh, and, and maybe Jarris Bird will be back in team, back in practice, and in team drills for the first time since he's been a Saint. As a matter of fact, uh, you know he just got in the pads uh, or in the light workout, individual workouts, and then into pads, in the pads into uh, not team drills, but but you know specific drills, seven-on-seven seven and that kind of thing up in uh, West Virginia. So maybe he'll be on the field today. That'll be a good sign. Kenny Stills is back, um, so that's a good sign. Uh, we don't know if Champ Bailey is, is full go, but he was in pads yesterday, so that's a good sign. So those are some of the guys who have not worked, who are back in pads. You hope to get all those guys back and see what they what they're able to do. Keenan Lewis, you know, did not practice on Sunday, but he did start the game on Friday. We'll see out what his status is because he did a little rehab and, and mispractice yesterday so you know just getting some guys back and seeing how they handle it
1: and what about Brandon Cooks what's going on with him
3: well Brandon Cooks had a virus uh yesterday and a little bit of a fever coach said and so he didn't work yesterday so it'll be interesting to see whether they hold him out another day or whether he tries to make a run of it um you know I wouldn't think that uh this heat and him having a virus yesterday and you know who knows what his body went through uh might not be conducive to him going back out on the field today but we'll see I mean he's a tough kid and he wants to practice, so we'll see if he's able to get out there.
1: All right, that's my partner on the Pelicans radio broadcast and the senior writer for NewOrleansSaints.com, John DeShazer. John and I will have a full practice report later on today via the New Orleans Saints afternoon wrap on your Saints mobile app or on your desktop at NewOrleansSaints.com. Don't forget this show is available each and every day, free and uh, very available on iTunes. Also, as you mentioned, on NewOrleansSaints.com, Pelicans.com, and both of the two teams' mobile apps. Help us spread the news today uh, as well because I think you're going to enjoy the visits we have with Kenny Stills, Joe Morgan, and here in just a moment, Pelican's general manager, Dell Demps. We cover a lot of topics. I think that this will be a good uh, um, source of information here in August, a slow month in the NBA. But we get to him in Studio B, and we'll share that with you in just a moment. You want to follow John on Twitter, and you should. It's at John DeShazer. At John DeShazer. And we'll be right back with General Manager, Dell Depps. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hand. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com
4: today. Smoothie King asks, What's your purpose? My name is Trish, and I want more balance in my life. I feel like all I do is rush from one place to the next and end up grabbing a burger along the way. And then I feel guilty and I start thinking, I need to spend an hour on the elliptical, but I don't have time. I want to eat better, I want to feel better. That's my purpose. We can blend that. Find your balance with the new Greek yogurt smoothies naturally powered by Chobani. Find pleasure in your purpose at Smoothie King.
0: Everything you need to know about the Saints and Pelicans is right here on the Black and Blue Report.
1: Our show continues here from Studio B on this Tuesday. And look who stopped by, Dell Demp's. Vice President, General Manager of the New Orleans Pelicans. I haven't seen you in, gosh, it's been a while now. I know you've, uh, I know you've been busy, and I and our paths kind of crossed, I think, around Las Vegas. But otherwise, we haven't talked in quite some time. That's a good thing. Not just joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what Monty said. I'm only joking. Uh,
5: yeah, we, you know, we we we've been pretty busy. Uh, we've been, uh, you know, trying to improve the roster, get ready for next year. You know, we still got a little bit of time. The guys are starting to mingle into town right now. And uh, we started beginning our off-season workouts.
1: Where are we on on your calendar as far as general managership, if you will? I know that we go through these phases, um, but where do we find ourselves mid-August at this point? You know, it's pretty quiet
5: in the NBA mid-August. You know, one way you can see this, like when you, you you talk to people around the NBA, most of them get married in August, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's pretty quiet in August. Uh, but like I said, you know, as, as a month you know, goes into it, you know, the players start to come come start to coming back in, start your off season workouts. Um, we're about six weeks away from the start of training camp. Um, you know, in the old days guys came to training camp to get into shape. Uh now, you know, guys pretty much come in shape to training camp and you know, you, I think we play our first exhibition game four or five days in the camp.
1: No, it is quick. It's really quick. You know, this is the second camp that I guess we'll have in the new practice facility and and I'm trying to remember the date you all were able to get in there last year but has that have has having that facility had an impact on your ability to get guys in early to work oh
5: absolutely you know um you know you know we think our facility if it's not the best is one of the best in the NBA Uh, you know a lot of guys on the team you know purchase homes near the facility so they can get to it the access to it and you know you know you got to thank the Benson family and Dennis Lausha, Mickey Loomis and everybody for for giving us a facility like that it can only it can only make us better.
1: You mentioned building the roster. Are are you are you done or do you have to be done at this point and and therefore are you pleased as to how it went?
5: Um you know, we're excited about where we are. Um you know, obviously you can you can make changes at any time if an opportunity presents itself to improve your team, but on the most part, you know, I think this is the group we're going to head into the season. <clears throat> with, um, unless some surprises or something happening in the next six weeks. Uh, you know, um, you know, it all starts with Anthony, you know, he, he's with Monty right now with USA basketball and, you know, he played great the other night. And, you know, one of the good things is, is that, you know, people, a lot of people don't know this, but before Monty was the head coach, he was a really, really good player development coach. I mean, he was one of the best, if not the best in the NBA. And, you know, I, I talked to him on the phone the other night and, uh, you know, him and A.D., Anthony, they've been working out a lot together, and that's going to do nothing but great things for the Pelicans um, for the upcoming season. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting to see those two guys, you know, representing our country and also the Pelicans, and, you know, we're hoping they bring back gold.
1: You know, I thought last year, Dell, that when we saw him scrimmage during that USA mini camp, it was almost an Anthony Davis coming out party. It was a real sign of growth and what we were going to see – last season and that proved to be correct if if you were to look now on what he's done with this team usa experience this summer and the way he played against brazil the other night are you seeing another step from him and if so what is it oh
5: absolutely you know i I think the big thing for him is his preparation you know that the the time that he puts in before he gets there um you know he's been in the gym he's been working he's been in the weight room um i mean you can look at his body and you know when we weighed him a couple weeks ago he was already at 242 uh and his muscle, you know, it's, it's good weight. And then, you know, he's out working with the coaches, and, and he's putting the time in, and he's definitely getting the dividends and the fruits from all his labors.
1: There there are folks saying right now, because this has gotten a lot of coverage, especially with him kind of taking a bigger role with Team USA, that Anthony can be an MVP, if not once, maybe multiple times. Can Can you help us put that in perspective? <laughs> I mean... I, I'm one of those that likes to kind of stay back a little bit, but I can't help but hear the noise right now. Uh, you know, you, you hope so. You
5: know, um, you know, I am not good at predicting those things, but you know, he has the tool set. You know, I think the 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 big thing for us is going to be, you know, how as a team we develop and grow. You know, with all the accolades comes that that all comes with winning, and so the next step for us is establishing a winning a winning culture, and I think Anthony is definitely the person to lead us in that direction.
1: Did the Paul George injury scare you? Absolutely. Just because it was a player or a member of the fraternity, just, or just this whole process?
5: No, just the injury itself. Yeah. You know, when you see that type of injury, I mean, it's a freak accident, and you know, just to see something like that, it's just, it is, it, it's, it, it's
1: scary. When you when you saw it, was there were there phone calls racing around the league? Did you hear from guys saying, "Wow, this is this is our worst nightmare," or did was it? Was it less played amongst those that make decisions around the league than, say, in the media? Well, it's, 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 it's tough because
5: guys are going to work out in the summer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's two arguments on it. You know, one argument is like, you know, do you want guys playing pickup basketball? And if that injury happens playing pickup basketball, you don't have the medical attention needed. And, you know, he won't have the, the, you know, I thought the medical group got there pretty quick. And, you know, that's one of the advantages of having it. Two is you say, hey, do you want the guys not to play it all summer? Or three, do you want to play in a controlled environment like USA basketball? Um, and so there's an argument for
1: each. I, I get it. There's no doubt.
5: And, and like I said, we got half of our guys right now, you know, playing around the country right now, you know, in different areas. It could happen to anyone. You know, I, I don't think it happened just because of USA basketball.
1: Can you play too much basketball? And, yeah. and, I, and, and I guess from the AAU level all the way to the NBA. There's been this conversation about how durable guys can be.
5: Yeah, it's different now. Um, I think 20 years ago, 30 years ago, a lot of athletes played two or three sports. You know, you played football, then you played baseball, then you played basketball. Um, and, you know, now it's so tough because, you know, when you play on your high school basketball team, your season ends in February, March, and then AU starts right there. And so if you're going to play AU basketball and get seen by most of the college coaches, it's pretty hard to play baseball. And then those guys they're playing AAU basketball from March all the way through July, August, and then school starts again and you know you're you're back playing with your school team. <clears throat> and so it, it's it's different now. Um and burnout has um impacted a lot of players, you know, over usage. And so now, you know, the thing is about being efficient and being smart, you know, understanding that, you know, sometimes when you don't work out. People see it as a sign of weakness. How come he's not in the gym? But sometimes you got to be smart about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you have a tremendous training and strength and conditioning staff in this program. I've had a lot of fans ask me about you know over the last two years we've had this rash of injuries and most of them kind of of a freakish nature, if you will. Um, when you've talked to your staff now in the off season about trying to let's you know let's keep our guys in in better. I don't know injury prevention mode is that possible and and has that prompted you all to to re-examine things improve things what's the latest on that front and it's I guess it's just not your team it's everybody
5: yeah you know we have what we call a medical protocol and you know it's continuous and you know it starts with each player and you know you want to do the preventive care you know and I think we have a pretty good group uh I think some of the injuries you know like you said it happened to us last year um you know with Ryan Anderson um you know the herniated disc I mean it just doesn't happen very often when a guy is just standing there, and somebody just kind of runs and, you know, plows him in the back. Uh, I don't think it was an intentional, um, play, but you know, it happened and it, it was a freak injury. You know, I think with drew holiday, um, it's another situation where, you know, I think he had played in over 93, 94% of his games in the NBA. And then, you know, to have that injury that he had with his tibia, which was a bone, you know, it's just something that's unexpected. Uh, and so, you know, with those two guys, you know, you you, you you really wonder. You know, I think the other guys, you know, I think, uh, you know, Eric was relatively healthy last year. You know, at the end of the season, you know, he had some, you know, a little swelling in his, not the knee that, that kept him out before, but the other knee. But, you know, he had elective surgery, you know, just to clean it out, make sure everything was okay. And the plan was to make sure that he's ready to go at the beginning of this year.
1: The schedule came out uh, a little later than we all thought it would, and I'm sure there's a lot of good reasons for that. But when it did come out, what was – what was your take on how the Pelican schedule looks? Um,
5: you know, you look at it and you see some, some good spots. You see some, hey, these are going to be some tough games here. You know, we're going to have to – it's going to be a key part of our season. Um, but, you know, the, the one thing I'm hoping is that we're healthy. And two, um, you know, I like the age of our team. You know, most of the guys are you know in their mid-20s, so they're kind of in their prime. So, you know, we should be able to respond to back-to-backs. You know, I like that we have a couple home back-to-backs, mm-hmm. which is interesting, you know, for us to do this year um hoping the fans can come out and support us on back-to-back nights but um you know we're pretty excited about the schedule you know we 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 feel like you know the west is loaded um no matter how you look at it and so it is what it is you got to just go deal with it and you know we're, we're excited to see what happens
1: the west didn't seem to change that much it just stayed really good but yet
5: I we think it got actually, you know, I think Denver's going to be better. Well, that's true.
1: <laughs> Phoenix has already showed that they're yeah. going
5: to, yeah. I think Sacramento's going to make a jump. I mean, I, I think some teams that you're like, whoa, I think Dallas is, you know, they had, you know, Parsons. I mean, I, I think it's, it might even be stronger this year than
1: last year. That, that's crazy to think. And, and mm. the landscape in the East has now changed. Yeah. How so in your eyes?
5: Um, I think it's some shifting. You know, obviously, you know, Cleveland, you know, with the pieces that they've added. And then, um, you know, I think one of the teams that did really a really good job was uh, Charlotte. I think, you know, I think they were a good team last year that made the playoffs, and now, you know, they, they've added some pieces. Um, and, you know, I, I, it's just going to be interesting. You know, obviously Chicago's going to be good. And so, you know, it's 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 tough. I mean, I even think some of the younger teams, like, I think if you go to Milwaukee right now and you have to deal with some of the young guys they have, going to be a, it's going to be a tough game.
1: Do you feel pressure at this point based on – What you've been trying to grow around, Anthony, and the fact that we anticipate better health with this team and all Mm -hmm. that, and because the West, as you said, is stronger. what's? And I'm probably not asking this the right way, Mm -hmm. but I get the sense in talking to Coach and the players that they're as optimistic as they've ever been and that now may be the time to to make a significant move. Do you feel a pressure to have that happen?
5: I don't know if pressure is a word. Obviously, do you know, there's expectations. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think as I look at, I'm I'm more excited about the opportunity. You know I mean? I, I think we're right there. You know, I think a, a big thing for us is going to be obviously chemistry. You know, that's going to be big for us. Um, two, you know, health is going to be big. And, um, you know, and I think defense and sharing the ball. I think those four things are going to be the key to our season. But, you know, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I, I can't wait. You know, I think sometimes when people say, pressure they don't want it or you know it's like you know you don't want the last shot you want to h- kind of hide in the corner or go somewhere else but I man I, I you know I can't wait for the six weeks to, until the season starts
1: I'm with you let me ask you one last thing before we go because I know that we talked about this in the spring a little bit you were you had concerns or you wanted to concentrate on what you would do at the starting center position and then the three has always been kind of this topic of conversation if you take Oshik and then the other moves you made do you feel like you're 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 better or in better shape or how do you want to characterize where you are now in those those two areas of need
5: well you know we had to make a choice and um you know there's a couple of choices we could have made you know you, you allocate all your resources to the center do you allocate all of it to the small forward position or do you do a combination and you know we we elected to, to to go in and get you know Amir ashik and you know we couldn't be more thrilled uh i mean he's a top three four center in the league um one of the best defensive centers in the league and when we looked at our team and we did our overall evaluation of our group we figured that the places we wanted to improve the most were defense and rebounding and he checks that box you know he checks that box the moment you know he steps on the floor and you know he he was down in new orleans for uh three days prior to going you know he's with the turkish national team right now and I got to spend a lot of time with him and and and, and as a good as the basketball player is he might be a, a better person wow okay it, it, it was unbelievable the time you know spending with him and talking to him and getting to know him that it, it was incredible and um you know people had told me before like you know sometimes you hear he's a good guy he's a good, but, but this guy man he's a great guy and I think he's going to really fit into our culture and I think that people and our fans are going to fall in love with him cuz he plays so hard he plays so smart and he does all the intangibles, you know, he, he's going to be our dirty work guy and he's going to be the anchor on our defense. And, um, you know, Monty's excited to have him. you know, another guy who m- might be more excited is Anthony, you know, you know that he has him, And, uh, uh, you know, so we're excited there. And, you know, for the small forward, you know, I think, you know, we'll have an opportunity to see Tyreek play some there. Uh, you know, I thought he did well when he played there last year, you know, when you look at, you know, some of the games he's had and what he did playing at the small four position, I thought, you know, he's a little undersized there, but with all the intangibles and things he does, you know, I think that that'll be a a bright spot. And then, you know, we're going to have, you know, John Solomon is going to come in as a, as a veteran. We're we're finalizing his contract right now. So that, that, that should be soon. I'm not supposed to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we're still dotting the I's and crossing the T's on that. And then, uh, you know, I think, you know, guys like uh, Darius and Luke, um they're going to have an opportunity to compete you know and you know i think you know there's minutes there and you know I, but i'm excited about our group you know eric came out to summer league on his own voluntarily he just came out to hang out with the guys in summer league and you know i missed him cuz i was still here uh finalizing the the ace uh, seek trade uh but from eric, what everybody told me he looked like he's in great shape um and no, you know he, he's ready to go you know talked to drew a few times you know he's he's back and healthy we're going to expect to have him back i actually talked to ryan yesterday um you know he's back on the court he's running he's shooting um and so he's going to be back in town this week and so like you know we're 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 getting close you know we're almost there uh, and,
1: and yeah and it almost feels like a new team even though it's not a new team does yeah. that make sense yeah and, and i say
5: this and then you know one of the guys i'm really excited to see is austin you know I, i've been hearing you know some Stories about him around the country playing in different places and, and playing well, and so uh, um, I'm excited to see you know what Austin looks like when he gets back to town.
1: It'd be a very entertaining training camp, I have a feeling.
5: I, I think it'll be very competitive, and, and and it'll be fun. But you know, like I said we got some games really quick. You know, I think we we practice on Tuesday, the first practice. I think our first game is um, Saturday. And so, uh, you know, I, you know, I think we'll get a chance to see some of our young guys too. If, uh, you know, you know, we're excited about uh, Russ Smith. Russ Smith played very well in summer league. Um, he ended up making the all summer league team, which was, you know, if you think about it, I think there was 21 or 22 teams in summer league. They only selected 10 players. And so, you know, for him to make the the, the all summer league team was good. And I think he led the summer league in assists. We so. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. You know he he's a little fighter guy. You know I don't know what's going to happen with with him as far as playing time, but you know he he I tell you this he's going to bring it.
1: All right, so I've talked to players, coach, and now you, and you all have the same energy right now, which hmm. is fantastic. So I'm glad you stopped by. Oh,
5: I'm glad to be here. Let me know when you want me to come back.
1: How many NBA weddings do you have to attend this month?
5: <laughs> I've already attended two. Have another one uh, in a week. Uh, one of our our, our Director or coordinator of a uh, pro player personnel, Mark Yaznovsky, getting married. So we had a couple guys. I had to miss a couple because a few of the weddings were all on the same day. Who <laughs> so had to right. pick? <laughs> you were right. August
1: is the time. Yeah. I got married in August myself, and I think it was the hottest August day I've ever been a part of. But that's just the way it goes. Yes, yeah, that yeah. is. That's the part of the schedule. All right, we will see you and the guys then, probably here on campus quite a bit here coming up. Yes. And then camp opens. What do you say? The Tuesday, of the I first think, or Tuesday think, of October.
5: Yeah, I think. Well, I think it's uh, Media Day September 29th, which is on uh, a Monday, and I think we roll the balls out on the 30th.
1: Okay. All right. And then it's off to Louisville. That sounds strange, but that, I think that's our first preseason game. On the yeah, I, I
5: heard it's going to be crazy because, uh, you know, Russ is coming back. And then, you know, Anthony's from Kentucky, he's in Kentucky. And, I, I, you know, people have told me that 30, 40% of people that live in Louisville are Kentucky fans. So it's just going, uh, going to be pretty exciting.
1: Good times, good times. Thanks, Dell. Appreciate
5: it. All right. Thanks for having me.
6: All
1: right. We'll be back on the Black and Blue Report. We'll continue. We'll check back in with football here in just a moment here on this Tuesday.
4: At the Auctioner Hospital for Children, no matter where you turn, you're surrounded by bravery. Children and teens dealing with health problems beyond their years parents working hard to keep the worry from their face. Doctors and nurses doing everything possible to get them back home where they belong. From rare brain tumors and leukemia to heart conditions and organ transplants, we offer a level of pediatric care unmatched in Louisiana. With more advanced capabilities than any other children's hospital in the region, even our kids-only ER can handle any pediatric emergency. In fact, The only thing tougher than the problems we see every day are the kids themselves. Choose the Auctioner Hospital for Children and never wonder if you could have done more. Call 866 Auctioner to find an affiliated pediatrician near you. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind.
3: Hi, it's Mark Roaming. When I'm not announcing
0: first down Saints, I'm listening to the Black and Blue Report.
6: St. wide
1: receiver Kenny Stills is back from injury, back on the practice field, and he's our guest here on the Black and Blue Report. It's good to see number 84 running around out there a little bit.
6: Yeah, man, it's exciting to be back. Um, you know, it's a bummer that I had to miss a couple of practices and miss camp, but I'm happy to be out there and be back with the guys.
1: Did you, did you know that it was going to take that long, or did you try and come back and
6: that it just wasn't right? Take me through that process. Yeah, you know, um, just had a few setbacks throughout the process and it's one of those things you kind of feel like you're ready to go and and you go out there and you're not really ready to go so um, just happy to be where I'm at now and hopefully I can continue to progress it was a quad muscle right yeah
1: yeah had you ever experienced anything like that before
6: it had been a while you know I'm usually you know receivers are usually hamstring guys and so it's the first time in a while I pull my quad and so it's one of those things like I said I had to feel out and we had a few setbacks, but I'm 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 back now and I'm feeling good. Did you ever miss time, whether it be games or camp at OU, or is this a new thing for you? Yeah, no, I've I've missed some camp um, when I was in college and in high school, and so I know what it's like. It's not one of those things that's um, you know consistent, but it's happened before, and so I knew just to you know stay focused, stay in the playbook, and make sure I knew my stuff. So when I got back, I'd be ready to play.
1: Coach says uh, looking back at year one that you were a quick study. What, what's the part of the process now? taking quick study, good first year to, to now the second year?
6: Just continuing to progress. Um, you know, there's a lot of plays out there that can still be made, and um, there's a lot more of this offense that I can still learn. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited about the year coming up, and you know, hopefully I get a chance to make a few more plays.
1: Your position group has maybe been my most enjoyable group to watch during training camp and in the preseason so far. I'm curious as to, as to what you've noticed or what's jumped out at you about the
6: group. Just that we have a lot of guys that can make plays. Um, it's going to be a very exciting offense for us, and I feel like you know p- teams are going to have to pick and choose which guys are going to want to try and stop, and um, the other guys are going to go out there and make plays for us.
1: You know, when I work with all the basketball guys, it seems like every off they say, "Sean, you know, I worked on this, or I-, I wanted to add this to my game." And in basketball, it seems it's easier for me to see what they're talking about. Right. For football players, do you spend time in an offseason saying, "I want to be better at X" or or, you know, what I'm, I guess you probably know what I'm getting at here. Yeah,
6: no, definitely. Um, for me this offseason, I, I wanted to work on my flexibility and stamina. So um, that pertains to the field, as in, you know, being able to stay on the field, stay healthy, and, um, you know, staying away from quad injuries and hamstring injuries. So... Um, you know, just, just building on little things like that. And then being on the field, there's so much that you have to learn and being on the same page with Drew, and that's, that's obviously a huge deal. So um, anytime we can get extra work with Drew in the summertime, it's going to improve how we're going to play you know, during the season. The easiest way to look at you or wide receivers in general is uh, can he run
1: fast, can he catch the ball? What do, you think, what do you think fans don't know about your job that would make them a better fan?
6: Oh, just paying attention to route running skills and um, you know patience at the line of scrimmage. You know you see guys that can that can you know run fast and catch the ball, but you know there's there's guys like Wes Welker and um, you know like guys like Miles Austin that are in the slot and and like how we had Lance doing that that would get open on their own. You know mm-hmm. and that's something that's that um, you know it's, there's a lot of choice routes and people don't really notice that they think you know. You know, Drew called that or Coach Payton called that. There's just, and there's there's times where they call those plays, but, you know, Lance would have to, you know, decide whether to go here or go there. And so he missed guys like Lance, and I learned a lot from him. And so now I'm trying to, you know, learn that position and kind of pick up where he took off. Good stuff. Continued help, my friend. Yeah, I appreciate it. And he still's with us here on the Black and Blue
1: Report. Back in a moment. Gatorade knows every victory starts from within. It's the determination to come up big when it matters most. But no athlete does it alone. They need training and fuel to perform. That's how greatness comes from within. Win from within.
3: Fans, cheer on your Pelicans as they play their final preseason game against the Dallas Mavericks at the CenturyLink Center in Bossier City on Thursday, October 23rd. Prices start at just $9 from www.ticketmaster.com. While in town, enjoy the opening weekend of the State Fair of Louisiana, our numerous casinos, including the world-famous Horseshoe Casino, and hotel. Check out hotel packages for the game and other things to do at shreveport-bossier.org or call eight 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 four five 45 visit
1: Gatorade knows every victory starts from within. It's the determination to come up big when it matters most. But no athlete does it alone. They need training and fuel to perform. That's how greatness comes from within. Win from within.
0: We call it No Appointment Radio. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report.
1: Sean Kelly and now Joe Morgan back here on the Black and Blue Report. You know, I thought back to your game on Friday against the Titans, and then I thought a little more about all you've been through and coming back from injury. Did a game like you had on Friday night kind of give you
2: some, for lack of a better word, joy after what you've been through? <laughs> it's, a, I mean, it's, a, it's a huge confidence boost, uh, you know, to go out and have the the type of year that I've had since last May, if you want to even include the, the trouble that I got in and stuff. Yeah. Um, to get. To get back out here and actually do football stuff, doing what I love, and you know to have a, a game like I had, I mean, it truly is—it's a, a great confidence boost. I mean, it is—it is joyous, and you know, it was really fun. Whether it be the,
1: the trouble, and I don't want to talk about that, but more, more in the sense of the rehab, or at least being away from football, what was the what was the hardest part?
2: Um, the hardest part, I guess, is, is was the confidence. Uh, the main thing, I had a, you know, a serious injury, and all I'm thinking about through my rehab process is, like, am I going to come back the same? Is everything going to be all right when I'm done? Am I still going to be fast? Like, questions in, in and out, and, you know, stuff that I couldn't really answer right away because I have to be patient and, you know, got to wait on it. But, you know, it's just, you know, having confidence in the rehab process and believing that, you know, the things that the doctors and stuff were telling me that everything was going to be all right. Do you still have questions? Or, or, or where does it where does it stand? Um... I mean, I'm always going to have questions. Like until until I can come out and have a a a game or a practice where I don't feel anything at all, and I'm not worried about my knee. Like not thinking about it even after practice when everything's done. Then, you know, everything's be fine. But to this day, I'm still going to have those questions. Like, is it still like everything's going to be all right? And I mean, it's it's been a long process to this point, but it's still I mean still still even a, a longer process to try to you know. Building the confidence is one of the main things. Like Drew had told me right after, uh, right after I got hurt, and like he told me, it's like that was going to be one of the main things. It was like not only physically, but getting mentally, you know, uh, stronger, so you can, you know, come back from it because it's not easy to, you know, come back from a major injury. Have you run a forty since you come back? Has somebody put a watch on you? <laughs> no, nah, nobody's put a watch on me on a forty time. Uh, I don't know what I would run. I'm. I could probably get you a four three, four, four, but who knows.
1: Are you as fast as you were? I guess that's what I'm getting
2: at. Now. I don't know. I don't feel any slower at all. I mean, I do feel as fast as I was. I mean hopefully that's the that's the plan. I mean when I was out there running around on Friday, I mean I felt, you know, as fast as I've ever been, so I mean it was a good thing. Let me ask you about roles because I know
1: it's easy for us to say Joe Morgan, Kenny Stills, Robert, Marcus, everybody, they're all wide receivers.
2: But what about roles in that position group and where do you where do you fit best? Um, the way, the way our team is, uh, I mean, there can be any number of two or three guys on the field at any given time, regardless of you know what position we play. Uh, you know, the wide receiver position is X and Z, and then at the same time we got our sub packages with that puts three of us on the field at the same time. So if you just go out and do anything that you can do, they'll put you in a position to win. Uh, basically, you just got to keep working hard to get into that position.
1: What else do you feel like you still need to get
2: done before we get to the regular season? Um. I guess the main thing, you know, you got to build confidence with the quarterbacks. I haven't got to put much time in with the guys since last year, so in order to for guys to throw you the deep passes like Ryan threw me on uh, on Friday, you got to build that confidence and that trust. So, got to do that, and you still got to work on my intermediate stuff. One of the main things I have to do knee-wise, I got to continue to get my quad and hamstring stronger. Quad, hamstrings, and glutes. That's going to help me with some of the pain that I do experience at times. That's like going to help me bring some of the pain down. So, just trying to build strength and confidence basically it's, it's, it's going to come over and over again but the confidence is going to be the main thing Let's leave it at that good stuff thanks Joe no problem thank yep. you Joe Morgan with us wide
1: receiver for the Saints back in a moment on black and blue report Pelicans head coach Monty Williams Anthony Davis and your Pelicans have been working throughout the offseason to take this team to the next level ticket plans for the 2014-15 season are on sale now there's a variety of packages for all fans featuring half season and 12 game options, including the ever popular weekend plan that averages a couple of games a month. Packages start as low as $185. Visit Pelicans.com or call 525 Hoop and take flight with your Pelicans today.
0: It's a whole lot of Mottos all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. It's a whole From the neon lights of Shreveport, Bossier City, to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state, and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. Lotto gets a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report.
1: Good stuff today, Kenny Stills and Joe Morgan. Hadn't talked to those guys yet during training camp, so glad they were able to stop by. And uh, Dell Dems, too. All right, J.D., we're going to go out and uh, brave the uh, heat, and uh, you and I will not be working uh, any uh, drills, per se, but uh, we will be watching and have a full report, as we mentioned, later on today.
3: Yeah, working up a sweat. Um, We will have a little something on NewOrleansAints.com. Hopefully, uh, talk to Stanley Jean-Baptiste. Uh, the second-round draft picked a rookie corner, who who played a lot last Friday because Keenan Lewis went down, and and Champ Bailey and Patrick Robinson already aren't playing, so he got his most extensive time at cornerback uh, against the Titans, and and I think he held up fairly well. We'll talk to his, you know, hopefully talk to his coaches, you know, Rob Ryan and and maybe Crime Dog Wesley McGriff and uh and Coach Payton and see what they have to say about it.
1: All right. Uh, by the way, I know there have been some emails uh, and calls about this. The practice. Scheduled for tomorrow night at Mandeville High School is still a go. That is from 7 until 9. The uh, recommendation is that you arrive early uh, and be prepared for NFL security measures, as you might expect, at a game. Keep that in mind. It should be a great chance for those, especially on the North Shore, to see this football team uh, practice, which is much different than what you see on game day. This is a real chance for you to be very up close and uh, personal, shall we say, with the Saints, a unique opportunity that we hope Weather permitting, will hold for tomorrow night in Mandeville. Um, one other thing we wanted to pass along. Don't forget, you can also interact with our show. We want to hear from you for sure. Um, are, the, are the guests you're getting on this podcast the ones you want? If you have some suggestions, we'll take that too. And that uh, can be done easily, uh, probably most easily, Daniel Sallerson, what, at Twitter, uh, at the uh, at Black Blue Report account. So real simple, at Black Blue Report. Otherwise, uh, You can also get with me if you need to, and that's at Sean Kelly Live. That's S-E-A-N-K-E-L-L-E-Y live on Twitter as well. Good stuff. Um, We'll see you on the practice field, my friend. We out. Doofy. All right, thanks to Dell Demps, Kenny Stills, and Joe Morgan. Thanks to you as well. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Otherwise, we'll see you online anytime, as they say, and uh, we will bid you adieu here on this podcast from Studio B in New Orleans.